How many times have you asked someone for a recommendation for an all-inclusive resort? Have you been in a Facebook group about travel and asking for a recommendation and you get a million suggestions? Have you received a recommendation from someone only to find when you arrived at that resort, it didn't fit your needs? If you have trouble deciding on the right resort, then this is the episode for you. In today's episode, I'm going to walk you through some things you should consider and ask yourself when selecting an all-inclusive resort. Let's roll that intro and then we'll get started. You don't have to quit your nine to five to travel the world and travel well. Don't believe me? Then keep listening to the Erica James Travel Show. Erica James is the travel diva who's got you covered. You're about to receive the latest scoop and insider travel secrets and tips that will make your next trip your best trip. Erica isn't only going to inspire you to travel, she's going to make you a better traveler. Now, let's start the show. Well, hello and welcome to the Erica James Travel Show. You are listening to episode 46. And as I stated earlier, in today's episode, I'm going to walk you through some things you should consider and ask yourself when selecting an all-inclusive resort that is right for you, not for anyone else, but just for you. Tip number one, and it's my favorite tip that I love to give in just about any kind of travel tip that you need. First thing is call a travel agent. If you find it hard to select the right resort to fit your needs, call a travel agent and discuss what is important to you, what amenities you are looking for, and have a travel agent match you with the right resort to fit your needs. Travel agents visit and tour numerous resorts and can have resort suggestions calculate in their head while you are talking. Yes. We can narrow the list down pretty quickly for a client. But tip number two is you got to know what's important to you. For a travel agent to be able to do that, you have to first know what is important to you. So regardless, if you work with a travel agent or not, you still need to know what you want and don't want in a resort so that The many resorts located in the many destinations can be narrowed down to fit your travel style. And when someone asks you, what do you want or look for in a resort? Do not, do not, I repeat, do not say, all I want is a clean room because that's not all you want. You want some good food. You want some good liquor. You want some nightly entertainment. So don't say all you want is a clean room. If you have not gotten in tune with your travel style and preferences, you need to start being aware of the things you like and don't like. And this gets easier to determine the more you travel and the many different resorts that you try. Also, if you go to the same resort every single year and do the same thing every single year, you will never know what is out there to determine what you like and don't like. I know we all want every vacation to be amazing, but look at some of those bad resorts as a teachable moment and add what you don't like or wish you had to your wish list for the next time that you book a vacation. 
Tip number three, location, location, location. It's not just for real estate agents. It's also for you and your travels. The number one turnoff for a lot of travelers is how far a resort is from the airport. If this is important to you, then you need to consider your options. For example, I love Negril, Jamaica, and they have some really nice resorts, but a lot of people don't want to stay in Negril because it's an hour and a half away from the Montego Bay Airport. Now, this does not bother me one bit. I enjoy the ride, see Jamaica, and enjoy it. A lot of people want to vacation in Tulum because they see all the Instagram pictures everyone is taking. But when I tell them you have to fly to Cancun and then take a two-hour drive to get to Tulum, they are shocked and then their tone changes. You can kind of feel the deflation in their voice like, oh, I don't want to take a two-hour drive. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get where you want to go or where you want to stay. So if how far a resort is from the airport determines where you're going to stay, then you need to put that on your list. I want to be close to the airport. I don't want to be no further than X miles or minutes from the airport. If it doesn't bother you, then you're open to whatever, but you have to know your likes or dislikes to determine if how far a resort from the airport will make or break your stay. Another thing about location is, is the resort located on the beach or across the street from the beach? If being directly on the beach is important to you, then you have to say that and you have to want that. And I know you may think all resorts are on the beach. Not true. In Hawaii, you have a lot of resorts that are across the street from the beach. I know a couple of sandals resorts that are across the street from the beach and you have to cross the street to get to the beach. So if being on the beach is important to you, then you have to say that and you have to specify that when asking for a recommendation, whether you're working with a travel agent or not, or when you're searching. If you are looking to leave the resort and enjoy the destination, do you want a resort located in the heart of your destination where there are restaurants and attractions like the hotel zone in Cancun? Or does that really matter to you? Do you care if you have to drive Take a 10, 20 minute cab ride to get to the shopping and things like that. Or if you're in a destination where, you know, it's really not safe to leave the resort and you just staying on the resort the whole time. Those things matter to some people and some people, they do not matter. But you have to know what you like and what you don't like so that you can communicate that when not only asking for recommendations, but if you're searching and if you're working with a travel agent. Tip number four, does size really matter? Does it? Do you prefer a small, quaint resort? Or do you not like huge resorts like Hard Rock Punta Cana? I mean, Hard Rock Punta Cana is huge. They have a trolley that goes all around the resort and you literally need it to get on and off at different spots around the resort. That's how big the resort is. Some might not like big resorts. Some might find that too big. Some people may like a small, quaint resort. Some people may like like a resort that doesn't have too many rooms on it because they don't want a big crowd or something like that. 
And it also goes into tip number five, mobility and accessible issues if you have a big resort. One of the things as travel agents, we make a note of when we're touring resorts is if the resort is accessible or not. If a person with mobility issues will have a problem getting around on the resort. For example, if the resort is huge and there are no trolleys or golf carts, can someone with perhaps a heart condition get around the resort easily? Are the restaurants located too far from where the rooms are located? If you have mobility issues, you may not be able to walk from your room all the way to the center of the resort where all the action is. If you or someone or someone you're traveling with has mobility issues, do you want to consider the size of the resort as well as if the resort has elevators and is if it's easy to get around the resort? That's something you have to be mentally aware of, especially if you have mobility issues or traveling with someone that can't get around and walk that far and far distances. Tip number six You may want to ask yourself, do you care if it's adult only or not? Are you looking for a resort that is adult only or does it matter to you if there are kids on the property or not? Some clients that I have say they are taking a vacation away from their kids and they don't want to be bothered with anyone else's kids. Some people don't have kids and they don't want to be bothered with kids on vacation at all. Some people don't care. There is no right or wrong answer to this. It's all about what you want to experience while you're on vacation. I had a couple state that they didn't want to stay at an all-inclusive resort that was adult only because it might be too stuffy and no fun unless it was open to all types of people. So it is truly your personal preference. It's all about what you want to experience while you are on vacation. Speaking of kids, that's tip number seven. Let's talk about kids clubs. If you are traveling with children, then you, of course, will want a resort that allows kids as well as caters to kids. There's a total difference between a resort that allows kids and a resort that caters to kids who have activities and things like that on the property. Specifically for kids, they have an excellent kids program. Perhaps you want time away from your children, so a resort with a kids club on site might be something that you consider a must-have. Therefore, that narrows your resort options down a little bit more. One watch out about kids clubs too that you want to consider is the age group that is allowed in the kids club. Now, I wasn't aware of this until I came across a client who had this specific need about kids club in the ages. I had a client traveling as a family. They had two children of different ages. They had a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Most kids clubs will start allowing four years old and up in their kids clubs. My client required a resort with a kids club that took two year olds as well. Wow, I was blown away. I didn't even consider this as a thing that I should be looking at. But when I started researching the resorts for families and then when I had to look at the ages for the kids clubs and I had to make sure I only provided her with kids clubs that allowed two-year-olds in so that really narrowed it down even more for help me to find her the resort to best fit her needs. Well, let me tell you, that was very specific, but 
that is where I started with narrowing down the resorts to present to her because only resorts that allowed two-year-olds in the kids club was the only options that would be on her list. If you are traveling with teens, is there something for them to do? Teens may be the hardest traveler to please. They seem to need a little more than a pool, lounging on the beach and drinking and conversing with other travelers because, of course, you know, they're not drinking. So, you know, so it's like, okay, what else is there for these kids to do? Therefore, do you pick a resort that caters to your teen? Such places like Hard Rock Punta Cana, Planet Hollywood, Cancun, or Eshkoret. Off the top of my head, these three resorts has so many things to do for everyone of all ages. So you want to consider your kids, no matter the age, does that resort cater to them and have programs for your children? Tip number eight, consider your room types and sizes. Is the room type important to you? For example, you all know I love swim up rooms. I can't say it enough and I will not stop talking about it. But you know I love swim up rooms. And if a resort has a swim up room, then that resort will be at the top of my list. Are you looking for private type of swim up rooms? There are some swim up rooms that are not private. They are called semi-private. But you might be looking for a very private swim up room like sandals. Sandals has some properties that have private roundabout type of rooms. Are you looking for over the water bungalows? Then you will need to narrow the resorts down to the ones that offer those. And then when it comes to over the water bungalows, it goes back to location, location, location. For over the water bungalows, there are only in specific areas. Can you afford and are you willing to fly a long distance to Bora Bora or Tahiti? If you're not and you still want an over-the-water bungalow, might you consider Jamaica or Mexico? Both destinations have a resort that offers the -the over-the-water bungalows. So are you looking for a specific room type, size? These are things you want to consider to help you narrow down where you want to stay at an all-inclusive resort. Okay, so tip number nine is the environment. What type of environment do you want? This is very important. So many resorts, they all have different vibes, different environments. So you want to ask yourself, are you looking for a relaxing, quiet resort versus a turn-up party resort? Older crowd versus a younger crowd. If you listen to episode number 44, then you heard me talk about the three resorts that are like on a compound, Ryu Santa Fe, Ryu Baja, California, and Ryu Cabo San Lucas. Now, I stayed at Ryu Cabo San Lucas. All three of these resorts have a different type of vibe. Ryu Palace Cabo San Lucas. Now, it was family friendly. It had an older crowd and it wasn't that much to do. Ryu Baja, California was adult only. It was a young, hip crowd, in my opinion. It was always something to do. The pool area was lit and live. Ryu Santa Fe, I felt it was like more budget friendly, but the turn up was still real over there. They had all the pool parties. They got the water park and everything. So all three had a very different vibe and environment and they had a very different clientele and they're all three 
located on the same compound. You can visit all three, but you would totally get a very different feel of the people at each place, of the activities, of the crowd, everything. So you want to consider the environment when you are narrowing down what type of all-inclusive resort is best for you. That takes us to tip number 10 about entertainment and activities. Do you want a resort that has some nightlife or a resort that literally closes down at night and no one is doing anything fun after dinner? There are some quiet resorts like that where, you know, you're really hanging out at the pool all day and relaxing. Then you're going to dinner and maybe there's a nice little show and then the resort is totally quiet for the night. That may be your vibe and there's nothing wrong with that. I was told that Sheik Punta Cana did not have a nightlife. And I found this out after I booked a trip and found out that someone told me their opinion was this resort had no nightlife whatsoever. I was freaking out because I had booked this big girls trip. I was like, oh my God, we're going to be bored AF. I'm so glad that didn't listen and I found out for myself because the girls trip that I was on was lit. It was so live. We had something to do every night on that resort and we had a blast. The resort had anything and everything and no short of entertainment on this resort. So really also too, you got to find out for yourself. Do you want a resort with a nightclub located on it like Rio Santa Fe in Cabo? Hard Rock Punta Cana has one of the hottest nightclubs on the island. Beaches Negril. When I say island, I meant Hard Rock Punta Cana because I know Cabo is not on an island. So Hard Rock Punta Cana has one of the hottest nightclubs on the island. Beaches Negril also has a nightclub. Planet Hollywood has a nightclub. Those are just to name a few. So if a nightclub is important, and it's on the resort, so you don't have to leave off the resort to be in the club, that helps narrow down your list of resorts that are right for you. Do you like to gamble? Do you want a resort that has a casino on it? Again, Hard Rock Punta Cana has an amazing casino. It's like Vegas meets the Caribbean. I mean, they have a huge, really nice Vegas-type casino at Hard Rock Punta Cana. Okay, why do I feel like everything I mention, I got to use Hard Rock Punta Cana as an example. Apparently, Hard Rock Punta Cana must have everything that everyone needs in a resort. Oh my God, it really does have everything. They even have a bowling alley. I mean, they have one of the best Michael Jackson shows in the Caribbean that I've ever seen. I say number two. Because Royal to Negril has the number one Michael Jackson show I've ever seen to date. But anyway, I'm not going to get off track and off subject because we're going to move on to tip number 11. Are you a foodie? Now, if you are a foodie, this may be a challenge for you when it comes to all-inclusive resorts because you may hear people say they don't have good food. I disagree with that to the fullest. There are a lot of resorts that have some really good food. So if food is important to you, then you want to select resorts that are known for having good food, great restaurants. Do you like resorts that make you make a reservation or not? Do you like more than just a buffet? You want some specialty restaurants like you want these resorts to have steakhouses, Italian restaurants and things like that, Japanese restaurants. 
The resorts have all of these restaurants, but you want to select a resort that has really good food. And we all know some that don't have really good food. Now, the next two tips are the most important of them all. Tip number 12, what can you afford? The most important thing is determining and being honest with yourself on what you can afford. What amount can you afford to spend on your vacation? This determines everything. I like to start with everything that I want in a vacation, finding the cost, and then working my way backwards if it is over my budget. Start taking away some of the things that you can live without until you get to what you can afford and what you are willing to pay that will not break your pockets. Because remember, you still have to live once you return on vacation. And if you got to struggle to pay your bills or put yourself in debt over vacation, then you are coming back to stress. And that really is not a vacation. So be honest with what you can afford. Select the resorts in that price range that you can afford. And then pick the resorts that give you the most for your budget. Now, tip number 13, I told you this is another very important tip when determining how to pick an all-inclusive resort that is right for you. And that is, are your expectations under control? If your expectations are not realistic, then you are going to always find yourself disappointed when you arrive to a resort. What I mean by this is there are so many people that say they have a budget of eight, $900 for a vacation, but they want a five-star resort. They want their room to be banging. They want a penthouse room with great restaurants, top shelf liquor, amazing view of the ocean. But you just said you only have $900. So when you get a resort for $900, then expect that's what you're getting. Don't expect to get a resort that you paid for eight, $900 and then you arrive and that's what you got. But in your head, you thought you were staying at the Ritz-Carlton. It's not gonna happen. So you need to make sure that your expectations are realistic. They need to be realistic and they need to align with your budget. Now, I'm just trying to keep it real with you all. That's just what I'm here to do. I'm not going to pull any punches with you because I'm here to help you learn. I'm here to help you travel better, travel well, and not break the bank. And I want you to be realistic and I want you to stay within your budget because you still have to live and pay your bills once vacation is over. Am I right? I think I am. <laughs> well, anyway, you all. I hope you got some valuable lessons on how to pick an all-inclusive resort that is right for you. Start with and start paying attention when you travel to what you like and what you don't like. And it's nothing wrong. I repeat, there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting a resort to fit your needs and wanting certain things and not wanting certain things. After all, it's your hard-earned money, it's your vacation, and you deserve to enjoy it the way you want to enjoy it. Thank you for listening all the way through to episode number 46. If you found value in this episode, please do me a favor and rate and review my podcast wherever you stream your podcast episodes. It would truly help other people find my podcast so that they can get value too. 
As always, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I appreciate you. Safe travels out there. Peace out, and I'll catch you in the next episode.